0: At TQ, we aim to inspire trust through providing individuals with the tools needed to test and prove who they are in real time. In today's episode, sustainability and ESG lead Haley talks about how sustainability affects businesses, how customers view them, and the consequences of not becoming more sustainable.
1: So my name is Hayley The My last name is a little bit of a tongue twister. Um, it's German actually, but I live in America and I've never been to Germany. Um, So yeah, I currently work as a sustainability and ESG professional at a green tech company in Austin, Texas. So super exciting, interesting place to be working at both a startup and in a really interesting kind of developing space of sustainability. Mm -hmm. So
0: what got you first interested in the world of sustainability? I think that started at a really young age,
1: actually. I grew up in Colorado, which Mm -hmm. is a beautiful state. I don't know if you've ever been there, but uh, mountains, it's kind of like Switzerland for Mm -hmm. European listeners and just a beautiful place. And I think as a young kid, I really grew to appreciate nature and the outdoors and having clean air and clean water all the time. You know, we're truly blessed to live in such a beautiful place. And I really internalized all of that and started to develop a really holistic appreciation and understanding for the natural worlds and kind of just develop sustainability. My interest in sustainability from there. Mm-hmm. I went to school for environmental engineering. So I have an engineering background, but I, I really started to see a lot of the issues with you know how we are approaching sustainability and really treating the world and you know, kind of trashing the world that we live in. I wanted to, you know, use my skills and my engineering knowledge to really make a
0: difference and, you know, improve the world for everyone. So why do you think that it's such an important cause to get behind?
1: I think the most obvious reason is that we all share the same planet and negative environmental effects have a negative effect on all of us, right? So it's not just the planet, it's not just ecosystems and other organisms, but we see time and time and again that not treating the environment properly, not having good systems in place to, you know, manage all of the ways that we're treating it actually can have adverse human health effects as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, you see trash building up and you see mountains of e-waste and, not only is it not efficient, but it's just not really serving us well. You know, I think it all affects us in different ways, but the commonality is that it, it affects everyone and everything on the planet.
0: So there's currently this issue of gas and oil. So how reliant is the UK in terms of relying on imports of gas and oil compared to other European countries?
1: Yeah, so I'm not sure about the UK, but I can definitely speak to the US. I'm sure mm-hmm. it's kind of a similar situation, but I think As we've seen with the Russia-Ukraine conflict and invasion, I I think that we are at times a bit too reliant on natural gas and oil and gas and crude oil imports because those hold inherent risks. And when you offshore those risks and you're importing these commodities that exist in cyclical industries, hold a lot of risks outside of the environmental realm as well, you're just setting yourself up for a lot of issues down the road. So I think we're a bit too reliant on these imports from other countries right now. And in my perspective, I think without going too much down a rabbit hole, I think the right thing to do is to, you know, develop our energy infrastructure in a way that's diversified and environmentally friendly, but also robust enough to support our own needs. Mm -hmm. So we're
0: not shipping in, you know, crude oil from other countries in large amounts. Do you have any suggestions on how that reliance can be reduced?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so many different ways. I think there's a really big push right now for carbon reporting and, you know, reducing the carbon intensity of consumer products, for instance. So the things that we buy and use every day, those all have their own carbon intensity. Some form of oil and gas went into producing those products. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a really big push right now for reducing not only how much we use, but of the products that we do use reducing the carbon intensity of those products and really trying to make them more sustainable. Mm -hmm. I think we can also do a lot with the actual, um, you know, the way that we use actual energy with cars, electricity, heating. I think we can be a lot more efficient with how we use those things in addition to reducing. And then we can also explore ways to diversify the types of energy that we pull, right? Mm -hmm. So we're not exposed to just one type of energy and we're not, you know, at the mercy of that industry, and we're we're not exposed to all of those inherent risks.
0: So do you think there are any specific things that businesses in particular can do to move towards becoming more sustainable?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are so many things. I'm trying to think of where to start. I would say the first step is probably to just understand what your risk profile is, and, you know, not only identifying risks, but then also opportunities for being more sustainable. I think that's the first step is really understanding your business and what's available to you, you know, what you can do at this time in the short term, and then what are opportunities you can explore in the longer term to be more sustainable. I think the really great thing about right now is that what we've seen in Western Europe and also North America is that there's this big push towards sustainability and understanding your impact at a at a data level, right? And gathering all the data that you need in order to understand where you're at right now and then make future improvements. So the nice thing is that there's a lot of tools and resources available to companies right now to start understanding their impacts. Mm -hmm. And then once they understand their impacts, there's even more tools and resources for actionizing that data and
0: actually implementing sustainable practices. So how do you think sustainability is affecting how people view companies?
1: Oh my gosh, well, I think especially among younger folks. So I've noticed yeah. with the Gen Z generation, and a little I'm a little older than that, I'm a millennial, but yeah. with, with the younger folks, it, it's a huge deal. So I know so many people in Gen Z who mm-hmm. will selectively purchase products from companies that they view as more ethical or more sustainable Mm -hmm. and actively kind of blacklist products and services from companies that have a track record of not behaving properly and not and not being sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. I think the younger generations are really driving it. um, And I think it's going to be just a really big deal for them and then future generations moving forward. I think they tend to tie in where they're purchasing products and services from, um, they tend to tie that into the moral compass as well, which is something new that we're seeing that older generations just don't really have, right? Yeah. In the past, you didn't really tie in your own moral and ethical standards into the things that you bought and used, right? But yeah. now we're seeing that where there's really no delineation, it's all kind of the same. And you know, younger generations want to support things financially and, and put their money towards things that they see as more favorable for them.
0: So would you say that sustainability could be a key decision-making factor for consumers in the future? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it already is now for
1: probably a, a substantial amount of the population. Like I said, especially those younger demographics, but I think moving forward as people become more aware of sustainability issues and, you know, see the effects, right, both the negative and positive effects of sustainability and it becomes tangible for them in their lives, then they're going to start making decisions that support uh, their viewpoints on sustainability, right? Once it actually becomes more tangible, you know, once you see waste piling up, you know, once you see the effects of pollution and whatnot, I think then people are really going to be swayed
0: towards making the right decisions. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, do you have any suggestions of how companies can find effective ways to prove their sustainability to their consumers
1: oh my gosh yeah totally yeah. And, and this is what i do actually in, in my day job this is something that we work with large companies on all the time so it's it's definitely hits close to home um but yeah i, I think there's a few things i think the first and most important is just being very transparent so mm-hmm. a lot of consumers and really just the public in general are very distrustful of, I think not only corporations, but also claims that they make, right? And then claims surrounding consumer products, for instance, right? So there's this whole issue with greenwashing where companies will say, oh, this product is sustainable. Oh, this product is is so wonderful, but there's really not a lot of evidence to back it up or they're not making that evidence available and apparent. Right. So people are very distrustful of these claims. Mm-hmm. So I think, first and foremost, as a company, if you can be very transparent and upfront, right, and, and tell in nice my story, but back it up with whatever kind of evidence you have or, or in any kind of data that you have to support that, I think that's the most important step. You know, there's financial reportings in the realm of ESG that a lot of companies have to report through certain frameworks and standards, which is all well and good, but that doesn't really connect with consumers, right? So it's not really speaking common language that we all understand. right? But if they can put it in more simplistic terms and really tell a nice story and make it relevant for everyone, I think that's really going to get people on board, foster more trust with consumers, and then help them connect with the
0: company and their products a lot better. So do you think that if businesses don't make moves to become more sustainable, they maybe won't last in the future?
1: Yeah, so that's a really interesting question. I think in the long term, yes. And there's two reasons why. I think number one, we're seeing consumer sentiment shift, like I said, with the younger populations. And I think soon to be everyone else in the population, you know, people are really kind of, you know, pivoting towards those more sustainable products. It's really resonating with a lot of people. And I think it's really opening up a lot of. Business and revenue opportunities for companies, right? So, if you can connect with consumers, if you can give them more sustainable products and be transparent about that and prove that these products are in fact sustainable, I think you're going to open up a lot of channels for new revenue and new product lines, and you're going to bring more customers that you may not have had before into the fold, right? So, that's number one. Number two, what's really interesting is that I've been studying a lot of these. ESG frameworks and there really seems to be an inherent link between implementing sustainable practices and reducing risk right so reducing enterprise risk for a company and reducing risk is so important because not only does it help you with cash flow and operational expenses in the short term but studies have been have shown that it actually really drives enterprise value in the long term So as a company, if you want to operate efficiently, if you want to be cash positive, if you want to run a good company from a, from a revenue perspective, it's going to be the, you're going to need to operate sustainably. Like there's really no way around it. You know, there's so much evidence linking, you know, long-term growth and impact with sustainability, Mm -hmm. you know, ingrained into the company that I think it's just a no brainer. I think if you want to hedge risk, in this world and you know you want to also wrangle your supply chains right companies are becoming so complex they have yeah. complex supply chains that span the entire globe right you're going to need to understand the impacts you're going to need to mitigate risk mm-hmm. um, and you're going to need to operate sustainably to drive that long-term value not to mention if you're not operating sustainably you know there's a lot of public backlash that can occur, which is just going to tank your brand reputation and revenue ultimately. And then also there's risk of, you know, regulatory implications. So if you're operating, you know, if you're not complying with environmental regulations, you know, you're going to get hit with fines. Your cost of compliance is going to rise significantly. And it's it's just going to tank your, again, your, your profitability. Okay. So as a business, I think it just makes the most sense to
0: implement sustainability for sure. Since you've been a member at TQ, what has TQ as a company enabled you to do? What helped you to achieve? Opening my mind to
1: the possibilities out there for you know all the people who are involved in this community. Getting me connected to other community members, and then providing opportunities like this to speak about <laughs> what I'm passionate about, and you know really get my thoughts out there to everyone.
0: So, what does being able to co-create on the TQ app mean to you?
1: I think of co-creation in the more classical sense of you know collaborative innovation Mm -hmm. right and so if we can all collaborate you know the issues with sustainability are are global right Um, and they span different professions different industries it touches so many different parts of our society and our world that i think collaboration and co-creation is really the only way to fully understand all of the issues and opportunities out there, and then work with other people towards a common goal, right? These, these issues are so complex too, that I don't see how you could possibly operate in a vacuum, Mm -hmm. right? And if you do operate in a vacuum, you're, you're not going to be fully aware of, you know, like I said, the full breadth of issues that are out there, and also the full breadth of opportunities that we have to, you know, make a better world. So I think it's, it's essential um, and I can't imagine not implementing that (laughs) in any situation.
0: TQ highlights trusted experts with immutable proof of their skills. They are launching Qpedia, the free encyclopedia of quizzes. Learn how you can become a member, contribute quizzes or donate at tq.com.